Hello everyone, my name is Eric McCray. I am your recovery coach and this is Victorious for Life podcast. I want to talk about a little bit about this particular episode here. It has a lot to do with a lot of pastors that use their sermons or they tailor-made their sermons to bash men and they cape for women in the church or advocate for women, period, especially women in the church. One particular pastor, he actually told everybody that he witnessed his mother, he witnessed his mother being abused. He actually experienced domestic violence, which a lot of women experience domestic violence. And that's unfortunate that these things do happen. So he pretty much uh, grew a serious desire to advocate for a lot of women. I do agree that there are a lot of men in churches, a lot of men that are not in churches, that they don't have the best interests. They don't have the, uh, when it comes to women, they don't have their best interests in heart. They don't care about a lot of women. A lot of men want to treat women like hoes or thoughts, and they don't want to treat them like ladies. And overall, they just don't have no high level of respect for a lot of women. This is understandable. I understand that. And I do believe that a lot of these men do need to be held accountable for their actions. The problem that I have is that when you have a pastor that he is constantly advocating for women in churches and bashing men and encouraging women to be selfish, meaning that when you tell a woman that when you encourage a woman to embrace the concept when, when she's talking to her husband or even if she's single and she may have the potential thought of getting married and you tell her that as a pastor that you need to look at that man and, and this is your mindset towards this man that, listen, what's yours is mine's, meaning that his money, his materialistic goods and what's mine's is mine's. So what's yours is mine's and what's mine's is mine. So his money, his materialistic goods belongs to the woman and the money that she make and whatever she has as far as materialistic goods, that's hers too. I don't like stuff like that. You have a lot of women that think like this. A lot of women that think like this, you know, I remember one time, I remember one time it was one woman, she had uh, some, she had some Lucy's in her, uh, in her pocketbook and, but she wanted the man to come out of his pocket and buy her a pack of cigarettes. And, you know, it, it was just the way she went about doing this. And so, you know, and somebody had called her out on that, like you, you got cigarettes, you got Lucy's. She, she admitted to it. Yes, I do have cigarettes, but I want him to I want him to spend money on me. Um, put, you know, I want him to buy me a pack of cigarettes. And, you know, that right there rubbed me the wrong way. I did not like stuff like that. The problem I, I'm using this as an example to prove a point that it's one thing to advocate for women on the aspect that a lot of women have experienced and currently do experience domestic violence. They experience negative treatment concerning other men. This is the issue with that, okay? A lot of women use family courts, they use Department of Corrections or the police, they even use pastors to actually, they use this to, you know, they use these, they take advantage and they manipulate situations and they try to convince people they, they play the victim role too much. A lot of women play the victim role too much. A lot of women are wicked. A lot of women have negative intentions. And a lot of women, a lot of women really do not want to look at themselves. They don't do no self inventory. And, you know, it, you know, it, it's their way of the highway. So if the man is not going to respect how the way she feels or respect 
her perspective on things, then it's going to be a problem. And I've seen that plenty of times. Then she runs to the pastor, want to tell the pastor all the business that goes on in their house, the arguments, and want to use the pastor as a referee, as a therapist, as a psychologist, other than the pastor himself. And a lot of times with a lot of pastors, he sides with the woman and disregard what the man is talking about. That's going to cause a problem within their marriage. It's going to cause a problem within their household. And then the man may question, are you having sex with this pastor? Because you support him or do you support me? One, this is the, uh, the issue with that. A lot of women, a lot of women, they have a lot of respect for, for men. It's, you know, it's a lot of times it's not the man they respect. It's the authority that the man has that she respects. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes a lot of women respect the man as well as the authority that he's in, especially if you're married to a man that he has a basic job. He's not a boss. He's a worker. And, you know, even though the woman, she's not going to complain when his paycheck comes, come, you know, when he brings that his paycheck home every two weeks or every week, whenever he gets paid for, you know, but that outside of the, the finance, the financial aspect, if he's not a boss himself and, you know, what I'm saying again, uh, especially if she's that type of woman that she respects authority, she respects a boss. She don't care nothing about no worker. Now, the problem with that, in order to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower and good leaders come from good followers. You know, but that's a different conversation. A lot of people don't care about that. They just want to they respect a boss and they feel that a boss have good characteristics. And that's not always true. Just because someone has authority, that doesn't mean that he or she has great characteristics they have ethics you know morals but that's besides the point the point is that a lot of women are attracted to a lot of pastors for various different reasons besides the authority and the biggest reason a lot of times is the authority and and, and you know again it causes a lot of issues it causes a lot of problems in marriages it causes a lot of problems as far as people that are like you know that are single that are thinking about getting married or they have a desire to get married and when i was you know going to church in the early in the um, late 90s early 2000s there was times i felt uncomfortable being in the church when the pastor would uh advocate for women downgrade men and and put it in women's heads that they need to um be the boss or they need to uh they need to pretty much have the the uh, the masculine energy in, in in their home and the man needs to bow down to, to her you know and a lot of men just don't approve of that that mentality and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with respecting your woman loving your woman as christ loved the church you know providing red carpet treatment to a woman but i see a lot of women they have this masculine energy and they really, uh, they, 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 they very domineering. They, they dominate their husbands and they do it in private. Or they, if, you, if you dominate your husband in public, then it's obviously that you dominate him in private. Not every man can handle that. And I'm one of those men that I, I'm just not feeling that. I res, you know, a woman don't have to dominate me in order for me to respect her. She just don't have to do that. She don't have to have that type of masculine energy for me to respect her. But um, other than that, um, I just want to just touch a little bit on it because this is not the first time that I did this particular episode on Victorious for Life podcast. What I'm saying is that a lot of men have issues with pastors that advocate for women in the church and you do constantly male bashing. You tailor made your church sermons to bash, put down the man and you exalt the woman. 
is going to cause friction within it, it could be it well you know what it can potentially cause friction in current marriages it can also cause friction for us in single people that's hearing this single men that's hearing this and a lot you know and then when you have the woman that she goes to the pastor and she plays the innocent role and she don't want to tell the pastor the, the, the things and she don't want to tell the pastor the part that she played in that why her and her husband is beefing why they arguing you know what I'm saying she's and she wants to you know highlight all his negativity and she want to minimize her issues and then the pastor tends to take up for the woman and put the man down and the man doesn't feel that he is actually receiving support from the pastor it's going to be an issue and at some point, the man's going to leave the church, and then the woman she tends to stay in the church. And then the pastor tells her, "You did the right by you did the right thing by divorcing him because he wasn't right for you and all this type of stuff." I just believe that a lot of marriages are sabotaged by a lot of pastors. I honestly believe that a lot of pastors sabotage a lot of marriages because the pastor doesn't give therapeutic advice to the woman, and he's not looking at it. He's not looking at the whole situation the way he should look at it. When pastors need, when a lot of pastors need to have a discerning of spirit to look at things from a spiritual, like a spiritual x-ray, that's when, you know, the pastor needs to do that. You know what I'm saying? Or have, or or at least I don't care if you have like 10 or 20% of Solomon's wisdom on how to be able to um, judge a situation or view a situation and come up with some type of solution to it because a lot of women they manipulate they play a lot of games that you know uh, again I said it once I said it again you know is this one guy he was dating this woman in the church she wanted him to sell his house and move into a much more expensive neighborhood then she wanted him to get rid of all the furniture that he has because she claims that it's outdated or old-fashioned. Well, this furniture, he, his furniture was there when his mother was alive. And he wants to hold on to everything that reminds him of his mom, even his dad. To ask him to get rid of that, the furniture, including the house, would be like causing him, it would be like suicide or maybe close to it, you know, depression. So that was the icing on the cake. She went back and had conversations with the pastor. Of course, I don't know, you know, what the, the conversation was about. Um, but the pastor came to the guy and said, I can't believe you let this one go, meaning this woman. And this man responded back, said, Pastor, if you only knew what kind of woman this is. You know, a lot of women have a lot of psychological issues. They don't come to church to fully do self-evaluation. A lot of women may only deal with a certain percentage, a certain percentage of their issues. They don't resolve everything there is to resolve. When it comes to recovery, it's a must and a plus for, for all of us as people. Anything that's negative that we have to work on, any and all kinds of negative issues that lies from within so we can truly experience recovery for what it is. And a lot of women come to church, they hold on to trauma. They hold on to it because it is a defense mechanism. If you hold on to any type of trauma and use it as a defense mechanism, that means that you're walking around with an attitude, you're walking around judging people, you're walking around ready to, you're assuming or thinking that people are going to attack you, you're on guard and And I'm not saying that 
to a certain extent that it's being on guard is not needed. The Bible does says watch and pray. But you can't assume that everybody that you come in contact with or every man that you meet, he has negative intentions just because you experience, uh, you know, being in a toxic relationship with a guy that you recognize the warning signs yourself and you chose to hold on to the guy. You can't blame that on him. Anyway, I just wanted just to quickly talk about this situation. A lot of pastors advocate for women. They bash men and they plant a negative seed into women's hearts in the churches and convince them that the pastor is going to protect them and put the man down. On that note, my name is Eric McRae. I'm your recovery coach, and this is Victorious for Life podcast.